forever. Dog. Hi, Adventure Kateers. It's me, Ben Blacker. And me, Ben Acker. The Thrilling Adventure Hour is returning with brand new episodes starting Monday, October 29th, available on all the podcast apps, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google. What do you use for your podcast? Uh, whatever's on my phone. Please subscribe to our Patreon page right now so that we can pay for everything and give you great stuff in return. You won't be paying for this episode. This is free. Gratis. It's patreon.com slash thrilling adventure hour. So we hope you enjoy these new episodes. I'm confident you will. Then I'm confident that they will. You will. You guys will. This is Ben Acker. And Ben Blacker. See you. (laughs) Inhale. Not if I see you first. And now, coming to you from Hollywood, Los Angeles, California, America, it's the nation's favorite new time podcast in the style of old time radio, The Thrilling Adventure Hour. Recorded live at Largo at the Coronet in Hollywood, California, America. Tonight's episode, Down in Moonshine Holler, The Lottery, starring Craig Kakowski as Banjo Bindlestuff, a millionaire hobo, and Hal Lublin as his hobo mentor, Gummy, featuring Lake Bell as Hobo Peerage, John Ennis as Officer O'Grady, and Nick Offerman as the mayor. Narration by John DiMaggio. Music by Andy Paley and the Andy Paley Orchestra. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> in response to all of your cards and letters, here is that for which you're clamored. A tale from America's golden age in which a millionaire in a quest for true love becomes a hobo. What man cannot relate to that? Only a man who has never loved. The Work Juice Corporation is pleased to present Down in Moonshine Holler. Gather round all you hobos and hear my tale A tale of riches and rags and rails Fail for a woman, didn't know what to call her She was the princess of Moonshine Holler Beautiful princess of Moonshine Holler His life in a bindle cast his fate to the wind. The New Haven Central was his only friend. Changed his name, now it ain't worth a dollar. His cup overfloweth in Moonshine Holler. Heaven on earth called Moonshine Holler. His hobo princess. There awaits where the brakeman flags the lonesome freights. The trail of rails he was born to follow. He'll be her prince in Moonshine Holler. So make him a man up in Moonshine Holler. today, Gummy. I understand she's been seen west of the Mississippi, Banjo. <laughs> then that is where we shall go, my friend. 
Is that a westerly train I hear? Ah, the rough lullaby of the rail. Tis many a Boeing soul have fallen asleep to her low and land shanty. And so of our heroes, Banjo Bindlestuff and his mentor, Gummy. But after 80 winks between them, our itinerant friends have naught to do but discern just how favorably their waking lives compare to their dreams. Hey, Banjo, what do you figure is louder? The rumbling of this here locomotive train or these bellies of ours? Why, the train, of course. It's hardly a fair contest. Banjo, look at this look I'm giving you. What's this look say? <laughs> I was being quite literal in the face of your fanciful question. Furthermore. Furthermore, fanciful exaggeration is the hobo way. Apple pie! <laughs> now what say we skedaddle off of this here train and do our gullets the courtesy of filling them? A winning notion. When do you suppose the train will stop that we might eschew it in favor of the very breakfast about which you spake? Banjo, is I is or is I ain't teaching you to live life in the hobo way? Is you is. <laughs> so get ready to learn one of the most importantest lessons of hobo living. Oh, wait, whilst I produce my notepad and felt tip pin. Banjo, if you was any greener, I'd enter you in a frog contest. <laughs> Why were I any greener, I would win said contest. Assuming color was one of the categories. All right. The lesson goes as follows. Roll when you land. Roll when I land? Because the only way off a train is to jump. Whoa! Oof! Good jumping. I suspect that makes two categories you'd win, frog-wise. Well, I dare say I'm enamored with this township already. So unclouded and temperate. Look how profusely the flowers bloom. Could it be? Have we leapt unknowing into Moonshine Holler? I'm sorry to bust up your hopes, Bubble Banjo, but Moonshine Holler got a river running through it made of pure sarsaparilla. And here's got a creek that looks only made of water. Okay. Also, these trees are the regular persuasion. In Moonshine Holler, the trees grow cigarettes on them. <laughs> and finally, there's a sign that says, Welcome to Jacksonville. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not as the sign would say in Moonshine Holler, Welcome to Moonshine Holler. Yes, but mightn't Moonshine Holler be an unofficial name, undeclared by placard? Mightn't the Sarsaparilla River and cigarette trees be fanciful exaggerations in the fashion we earlier established is the hobo's prerogative? No. Maybe. Yes, I don't know. Hey, look. A farm. Ooh. Oh, that means fresh eggs to fill our bellies. <laughs> now what we do is you follow me on the tippy toe. Long regarded as the preferred mode of travel to those with rascality on their minds. Which we are. Apple pie. Now, when we enter that hen house, I'll give you a point in two. 
At which point, you elevate a hand, and I'll pull on her eggs directly. A one, a two, a three, go on tiptoes. All right, I'm pointing at you, Banjo. Ah, quit your squawking, you. Now you did it, loud meat. The roosters are coming. Run, Banjo. No, not that way. On your tippy toes. My, but that was exhilarating. Once, when I was just starting out, I attempted to fight a rooster. A mistake not to order seconds of. Now, who's a crying at my rooster lesson? A vision. From her apparel, one may presume she is but a vagabond like we, but so dainty and fair. And what do I espy? A regal hairline? Could this be the hobo princess for whom I have searched, nay, yearned these many weeks? Nah, that ain't no hobo princess, Banjo, but you're close. It's a hobo duchess. <laughs> Lulu Pepper. Oh. Hey there, duchess. It's me, Gummy. Hello, Gumjanam. Duchess, oh. meet my protege, Banjo Bindlestuff. Yeah. He's just a regular another hobo apprentice, not no clandestine millionaire. Mm. <laughs> yes, clearly not a millionaire. Uh, a pleasure to make your acquaintance, Ms. Pepper. Or is it your highness? I'm not certain quite how properly to address hobo period. Um, just like a small gentlemanly curtsy and like a Lulu will do just fine, sir. All right. Lulu. <laughs> Now, Banjo, what you gotta know about the Duchess is that she is responsible for the most delicious stone soup I ever put to mouth. Secret being her stone soup stone. She barely even need produciate it, and the folks line up to throw carrots and root vegetables in pot with. Hey, show them, Lulu, and if a soup breaks out, so be it. Now, why ball when I'm complimenting your stone soup stone? Now, why are you balling harder on my saying the words so and so? You just did it again. Boo. Banjo, watch this. Stone. Boo. Stone soup. Ah. Soup, soup, stone. Stone is stone, stone is stone. Stone is soup, soup, stone. Soup, stone, soup. You hear it? Perhaps, Gummy, the Duchess's copious tears are in some way connected to the stone to which you refer. Perhaps something has befallen the one to elicit the other. You are imbued, sir, with the quality of perceptiveness. My prize stone was the last stolen. Uh... No! Yes! I've been lamenting said incident, as well as the fact that without that stone, I shall certainly expire of starvation, which is far from fitting to end for a duchess. This shall stand. Yay, tighty, 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 tighty. Well, look at that, would you? A constable is finally around when needed. Oh, constable! Oh, what you doing, Banjo? Merely beckoning the constable. We've a crime to report, after all. Oh, constable! And save your yells for hootenannies or proselytizing, Banjo! Constables don't look very kindly upon folks of the us-type variety. 
Ah, but in this instance, we folks are the wronged party, are we not? Yatey, tatey, tatey, here I am now. What be the trouble? Uh, co- Constable, I wish to report a criminality. This good lady's prized stone was uh, stolen. Was it now? It was. At that, I will let her elaborate upon the circumstance. Okay. So I had taken it out for the evening, as it was uncomfortable to sleep upon due to my being a duchess. And when I awoke, it was gone. And how would you be describing the rock in question? No, no mere rock, sir. It was a stone, gray of color, smooth of texture, and cool to the touch. It had a heft, it had a heft, beyond its sides. And to hold it in your hand was to hold a brief history of the the natural world. It wore a perfume of earthen vegetables, herbs, and meats, and it elicited the best self of anyone who saw it with their eyes. With their eyes. <laughs> ah, Faithenburgor, it sounds like the finest stone this side of the Blarney. No, you're not mistaken, officer. Well, before we get further, may I assume you are new dwellers in our township, as recent in your residency as this very moment. Resident? I ain't no resident! Well, I only ask to ensure that I do not have to jail you for vagrancy. Whoa! Uh, Constable, were we to claim citizenship today and be on our way tomorrow, would that prevent the sort of predicament against which you prescribe and lead us directly to the hunt for Miss Pepper's stones? I do believe we have an understanding, sir. Then you may consider we three citizens of this fine township. A citizen? Me? (laughs) Why, I never thought I'd see the day. I feel puffed up. Like I'd just as soon read a newspaper as sleep under it. Excellent. I have a strong suspicion I know where your stone might be. Let us visit the town square. I am having a pleasant day in the town square. Pleasant we are. I am pleasant. This is town square. Hello. What have we here, Officer O'Grady? Three more citizens to be added to the roster, Joe. How wonderfully wonderful. I'm Joe Summers, a local coal magnate. I'm in charge of the roster you'll soon find yourselves on once I get your names. Let's start with you, sir. Uh, My name is decidedly Banjo Bindlestuff. Of course it is, sure. Oh, my, though, you do look familiar, Mr. Bindle Stuff. Have we met before? Uh, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know you, much less the reverse, for I am not but a hobo with no call to be acquainted with magnates of any stripe. We certainly didn't meet at the Covington Autumn Gala three years ago. Wrap it up, Banjo! Nor did we meet again at a luncheon at the Spawn Juniper Springs the following year, much less take tea together. End of the line in sight there, Banjo! It wasn't jasmine tea. Rest up, Banjo, everybody out. I'm a hobo. (laughs) Of course. And your name, sir? Gummy. And your surname? Sorry, friend. Lost that in a poker game to a hobo by the name of Helen of Troy Sheboygan. You know her? I'm afraid I've never had the pleasure. The face that launched a thousand boxcars? And your name, miss? Okay, I'm Duchess Lulu Pepper, and that, sir, is my stone. Sitting atop of a large pile of inferiorly qualified stones. I noticed that stone. It's the best stone we've had all year. Yeah, well, it's mine. Cruelly stolen. I've got the deed right here, as well as a picture of us together that I drew. 
and I will take it back and we shall away. Oh, it'd be a shame if you missed the town lottery. It's open to all citizens. Why, as new citizens yourselves, you're automatically entered. Now, isn't that fine? We're about to have the drawing, won't you stay? <laughs> I know the answer to that. The answer is yes. <laughs> the Jacksonville lottery is mandatory for all citizens. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, Say, does anyone else feel a sense of foreboding? <laughs> Despite the pleasant quotidian setting and the comely locals in their Sunday finery? Well, yeah, it's all those stones, the way they're just set there, providing inexplicable contrast. Hmm. Oh, and <laughs> enough talking about all the stones sitting there waiting for some sinister turn. Uh, what'd y'all say the prize is for this lottery? Something great to have, probably. <laughs> no, I think prize would be the wrong term entirely. <laughs> A misleading connotation, to say the least. How much do you folks know about harvests? Well, I'm a duchess. I'm a duchess, so, um, nil. Harvests, you see, are just darn fickle. You can't foresee their bounty or lack thereof from one year to the next. There's no way to do it. Exception, of course, being if you make a human sacrifice. <laughs> Then you can be assured a great harvest. Well, generally. Like 85-90% of the time. <laughs> All right. Well, just so long as the lottery we got, we're in got peanuts to do with the human sacrifice you mentioned over the course of explaining what the lottery is for. And maybe something to do with peanuts? Gummy, perhaps if you gave ear to this gentleman's words and not his tenor. The lottery system is in place to select who will serve as the human sacrifice. Whoa! <laughs> And stoning is the least humane way to enact this sacrifice, which helps the harvest. And it lets the little ones take part. The, oh, the town's youngest have been collecting rocks for weeks. I suspect it's Timmy Hansen who stole your rock, ma'am. The Hansen family is well known to have the eye for quality mineraloids. I did steal the lady's rock while she was just asleeping. <laughs> I was right. Now it's the Carmichaels you gotta watch out for once the stoning commences. Some arm on those Carmichaels. <laughs> he is right about that. Oh, he is right about that. We must really thank you three for joining our township when you did. I hope one of you wins the lottery because nobody's had the chance to really get to know you. So you won't be missed. Mr. Bindlestuff, you cannot let them use my stone for such an ill purpose. Uh, once it tastes human blood, I fear it shall ever crave the same. But what might I do? This town is set in its deadly ways. Were I to purchase it all in sundry, I would reveal my true identity. But failure to interfere on behalf of the Hobo Duchess would prove me unworthy of my one true love, the Hobo Princess. I must think. You can do it, Banjo. The Hobo way. But how? How to save the Duchess's stone and perhaps one of our number from sacrifice for the certainty of harvest-based success? And perhaps save the township from itself? The Hobo way. But how exactly? The Hobo way! <laughs> But what would a hobo do with his... I've got it! Apple pie! 
Ladies and gentlemen, may I address you prior to this unseemly lottery? We'd rather you didn't. We all got work to go back to. I can offer a spot for your notions in the next town meeting, a right we afford to all citizens, provided they survive the grisly proceedings. I'll just be a moment. Ladies and gentlemen, we can all agree that stones are useful in a stoning. Well, I can give them mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah, but stones have myriad uses. This stone, for example, is responsible for the most sapid soup this side of the Allegheny. That's my stone! Excuse me, Mr. Bindlestuff. Did you say stone soup? Yes, a common hobo practice in which a town contributes elements to a soup that becomes more flavorful for everyone's participation. Sounds like a scam. There are two uses for these rocks. One involves village-wise collaboration. And the other is soup making? Gentle ladies and men of Jacksonville, would you rather stone one of your own to death? Or enjoy a soupçon of tasty consommé. Well, now that it's presented as a choice, soup does sound preferable to stoning a man or woman or child to death. But what of the harvest, Mr. Summers? What of the harvest? Obviously the harvest will suffer. But you will require less total food with the sort of cooperation stone soup provides. Well, neighbor, I think we'd best put it to a vote. Whoever votes for stone soup, say aye. Aye! And whoever votes for sacrificial murder, say nay. Nay. Well, soup it is. But let's just see who it would have been. For a laugh! It would have been you, O'Grady. <laughs> then I'm glad for making soup. I'll say... I say you get the first helping. Hooray! (laughs) Duchess, may we use your stone for this fine soup? I insist. (laughs) Hey, I got some eggs. Those resemble Farmer Argo's eggs. They ain't. (laughs) And I've got some salt beef, my late son's favorite. Last year's sacrifice. And seeing how I got the first taste, I'll just go get and some of my onions and mushrooms. I got a shallot! And I got celery and corn and celery corn. (laughs) I got potatoes. Why, by the sound of it, this shall be the tastiest of all soups. Thanks to you, sir. (laughs) You saved my stone, Banjo Bindlestaff. (laughs) I will kiss your city cheek. There's something about you, sir, that tells me that we could, as they say in the tallest tales, live happily ever after. (laughs) A tempting offer, madam. But as that protracted rattler heaves its way from the station, I know I must again ride the rails in search of my hobo princess. And so... As that chugging locomotive sighs and whistles from another emancipated township, we bid a weary fare thee well to our wayfaring heroes. Perhaps happily ever after is in the eye of the beholder, for while the township is saved, Banjo and Gummy continue their wandering. But fear not, faithful listener, for we'll meet again once upon a time down in Moon 
Moonshine Holler. This has been the Thrilling Adventure Hour podcast. If you like what you've heard, please leave a comment on iTunes. The Thrilling Adventure Hour is written by Ben Acker and Ben Blacker and directed by Aaron Ginsberg. Special thanks to Joel Spence, Barry Durier, Jesse Honig, and me, Brian Stack. For show dates, photos, and more information, visit thrillingadventurehour.com. From the oral tradition to the oral tradition. One of the many fine distinctions available from the Thrilling Adventure Hour.